Hello, you are listening to Quotal Recall, a panel show podcast where we find out how well the contestants know their favourite cult movies. And this episode, Jurassic Park. My name is Ben Askham and I set the questions and I'm joined by Tom Nicholson, Jack Johnson and Phil Gowans. Good evening, guys. Good evening, Ben. Now then. Hello. Good evening. Um, shall we start? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. If we were to say, right, that Jurassic Park's sort of a... Let's, let's say it's a 10 out of 10, if I can take. Mm. It's a classic. What's Lost World and what's Jurassic Park 3? And, and what's Jurassic World? World? Yeah. Mm. I reckon that's a 10 out of 10 as well. Do you reckon? Lost oh, I, really I think it's as good as the first. I'm not sure a 10. I'm, I'd, I'd go maybe a 9 or an 8. There should have been a movie that was just Muldoon survived and lived alone on that fucking island yeah. for yeah, like the next eight years <laughs> until Jeff Goldblum turns up and he's just like king of the dinosaurs. Like uh, like Rambo, he's just hid out in the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. Like Jumanji, just like... <laughs> or, uh, or Predator. Just Muldoon versus the T-Rex. But the first one, the first one is amazing, man. It's definitely a ten in it. That adds the it. second one, like <laughs> I, I agree, the first one's class, but the second one gets like a lot of shit for like not being anywhere as near as good. But I thought it was ace. Like, mm. no, I don't think it's. I, don't I think thought it was really good. Nowhere near as good. Uh, Muldoon's movie should just start with him, just like it just emerges through the bushes and he's just fist fighting, <laughs> beating shit out of a Velociraptor, <laughs> and he's just like not clever enough. <laughs> <laughs> Not so clever now, are you? <laughs> we should maybe like describe Jack's outfit because people listen to this and oh, they yeah. appreciate how how like right. Let me how it. apt it is. <laughs> so Jack's Jack's wearing like an open button shirt like Ian Malcolm and shorts, <laughs> shorts and pulled up socks and uh, above knee shorts, above knee shorts, pulled up socks and boots like the guy whose name I don't know. What's he called? Muldoon. Muldoon. Robert Muldoon. Muldoon. Malcolm. Ian Malcolm on top, Robert Muldoon on the bottom. Looking good, Jack. Ben's doing a quality Nedry Malcolm. over there. <laughs> and Tom's got his uh, Jurassic Park Kagul yellow T-shirt on. Mm. Who, who can do the best dinosaur noise? Well, you've heard my Velociraptor noise. Phil, what have you got? We're doing Velociraptor. Pa! Pa! <laughs> That's shit. <laughs> I don't think I can do one. I think it's more like a... Cough! Like that, like, cough! <laughs> When it's in that kitchen. What's the what's the T Rex fog on one? <laughs> that's, that's that's as accurate. This is gold. <laughs> that's just fucking really annoying. Do that every time somebody swears. Yeah, but that is that is that is exactly the noise it makes. Round one this week is a new round, unique for this podcast, and it's called Name the Dinosaur. It was obvious, wasn't it? It was always going to happen. <laughs> oh, man, I'd have revised dinosaurs. <sighs> what did you revise? <laughs> it's about dinosaurs. Can we get a bonus point if we tell you which of the three eras of the Mesozoic period there are? <laughs> <laughs> Cretaceous. Yeah, Phil's gonna be good at that shit. <laughs> well, you you try it, Phil, and let's see how it goes. All right. <laughs> intro music. I've, I've got some intro music. You ready? Dinosaur. Ah. <laughs> Good. Nice. Tasty. I like that song. So the way I'm going to score this round is um, you'll get a point if you know which which dinosaur it is by describing it, and then an extra point for being able to name it. And there's always bonus points available for I don't know, facts maybe Phil. Let's see. <laughs> Jack's question. Oh, he's got the little gurgle, so I think it's T-Rex. Yeah, it's T-Rex. Like I said, Jack, you've, you've got the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so two points. Um, Phil, tell us about the T-Rex. 
uh, well, Lake Cretaceous. It was one of the ones that was still around when they uh, when the comet hit. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. yeah. Here's a. F- oh no, that's not that. I was going to say a fun fact, but it's not fun, and I won't even bother <laughs> saying the fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, sixty-five million years ago, it went extinct. It yeah. was um, It was around when the uh, when the asteroid hit. During the Cretaceous Paleogene Extinction Event. Yeah, the KPG. The KPG. It's like extinction a... level event, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Buster Rhymes song? Is it? Is it? <laughs> what was your uh, boring fact, Phil? I want to hear it. Well, I'm keen as well, to be fair. Not in this film, but... Um, well, yeah, in this film. Well, no, in the second film, actually. Do you know Stegosaurus? That's a real famous dinosaur with like the big spikes. And, and the yeah, ball, like, ball on it. Two, yeah. two balls on it. Well, they're like big spikes, aren't they? Yeah. That was in like the... Um, the late Jurassic, which is like 85 million years away from T-Rex. Oh, is it? So we're like, Stegosaurus and T-Rex are separated by 85 million years, and we're only separated by from T-Rex by 65 million years. So we're closer to T-Rex than T-Rex was to Stegosaurus. That is, absolutely, that's a really good fact. In like, that. like and, and oh, this is getting real boring, but like the ecosystem and stuff between like the late Jurassic and late Cretaceous, it's like vastly different, and you probably won't be able to survive in the same ecosystem. Wow. And but T-Rex is a... Well, they probably won't. They were pretty useless T Rexes, weren't they, with them little arms? Yeah. Like, they're like mostly like scavengers. Scavengers, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, what? it's an ongoing debate as to whether they're a predator or a scavenger. I'm going to stop now because it is just going to turn into the fucking boring dinosaur fact show. Yeah, tell us some more, Phil. Let's hear it. You just have to edit them out. Yeah, as long as there's a gap either side, I can just edit them out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just leave a gap either side of every single one. In the scene with the T Rex. So, this is what I thought rewatching it. Why does Lex immediately go and grab the torch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and start shining it at the dinosaur. I know, that's really annoying, isn't it? She's an idiot. Just like, oh, there's a huge dinosaur. Yeah. Let me find that torch. Well, and I don't understand why she can't turn it off. Because she turns it on. So she, there must just be a button. And she, and she just can't, she can't turn it off. That is a really good scene, though. It is a good scene. Imagine, like, the PTSD that those two kids would have after that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing it in cinema. And after the first scene where the raptor drags the kid in, the fella into the cage, and he's shoot her, shoot her. Um, I, w- I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, what have I got my son in for here? I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. My other observation watching that, Malcolm and, and Dr. Grant take quite a while to do something, do yeah, something yeah. about it. He just wipes the window, doesn't he, at one so I was thinking, they're sat there, they see the T-Rex, they know the kids are in that car on their own. The windscreen steams up and they just leave it for a bit. Like, oh, this windscreen's yeah, missing yeah. up. Oh, it's probably fine. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> the other thing... Should we should we check on those kids? Yeah, we should actually. Wipe, wipe that windscreen. I know, it's another thing as well. It's like um, Dr. Grant's plan with the initial flare and he throws it. Mm. It's like going to work and it's just about to work, but then Malcolm's in there like, no, I want to get on this yeah, yeah. I want to get on this some of the day-saving action too. And like, lights his own like... <laughs> and completely messes it up, doesn't he? Otherwise, like, Grant's plan would have worked. Originally, Ian Malcolm was supposed to just run off, same as a lawyer, scared. Oh, really? But Jeff Goldblum was like, I've got an idea. Maybe I'm heroic. Mm. Yeah. And I dragged the T-Rex away. So that you can yeah. say... So that, uh... In an headlock. <laughs> <laughs> and that can lead to, like, a really sexy shot of me on my shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's do yeah. Phil's question. It's. I thought it was Baby Velociraptor at first, mm-hmm. but I don't think it is because the music in the background is a bit too dramatic. So I think it's the uh, Dilophosaurus that um, kills the mm. the bad guy. What's he called? Nedry. Nedry. Zero points, Phil. Ah, shit. Right oh. Baby Velociraptor. Is it Baby Velociraptor? Yeah, it's Veloc- Baby Velociraptor. Oh, man. I thought the music in the background was like too dramatic. It was eerie. I thought, it was a dramatic scene, though. I mean, I'd seen a little baby yeah. being born. I thought it was a bit where he's like poking his head around the tree, like. No, that'll be Tom's question now. Baby the loss. Damn it. <laughs> Is it? That? I don't know, really. Let's, let's find out. <laughs> so, that, that scene, that's the, the evidence that John Hammond has a bit of a messiah complex. So, he insists on being there. When every dinosaur's born, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that they imprint on him and see him as their father. He's like a father to all. He's the god mm. of Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, that, 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 that was a little bit creepy. Yeah. It's the Asian dude who's the bad guy in the other one, isn't it? Whoa. 
Woo. Woo. That's, the, that's the link to uh, Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> no, he ain't a bad guy, is he? In the, he's in Jurassic World, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he's the dude who's he's the bad dude, isn't he? He doesn't end up being the bad guy, isn't he? No, it's the army guy who's the bad guy, isn't it? Who, who oh, yeah. Chris Pratt Oh, yeah, but well. he's a bad guy as well, basically. The, it, I'm sure he ends up being a bit of a bad well, guy. He's he? the one who engineered the the big scary one, wasn't he? Yeah. I think that's the thing I'd don't like so much about Jurassic World is it's all these dino hybrids. I'm mm. like, I, I don't really want a yeah. hybrid. I just want to see actual dinosaurs on the screen. Dinosaurs are cool enough like, without yeah. like, mixing them together, weren't they? Yeah. The original Jurassic Park 4 had them human dinosaur hybrids. I think I heard that <laughs> Four. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> like, like Turok. Manor- Turok. Manoraptors. Yeah. Like um, Alien Resurrection. Uh, yeah. Like that. So if John Hammond is the god figure, because he's quite lovable and avuncular, he's kind of like a, mm. a nice god. It's kind of like a Father Christmas, really. Mm. Oh, he played Father Christmas, he did didn't play he? Father Christmas, that's where we were at. That's why I'm thinking of it. What was that word? Avuncular? Avuncular. Nice. That sounds nice. It sounds like something you get in your eye. <laughs> oh. I'm sure I've had avuncular. Yeah. Avunculitis. <laughs> good. Hammond's other flaw is his narcissism. And that's most evident when, to present all the facts to everyone, he has himself talking to himself. Yeah. Mm, and true. then five clones of himself. Hi, mm. John. Mm. Me and Jack would say, I wonder if that'll be one of the conversation rounds if you'll have Hammond talking to Hammond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bit where he's like, I'm a, I'm a great judge of character. That's, that's why I hired Nedry. <laughs> <laughs> trustworthy person I know. Right, let's do Tom's question. So is it a Dilophosaurus? Is it a Dilophosaurus? I'll give you two points for that. Two points? Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. Oh, so that's it didn't really have the frilly thing, did it? They added that frilly thing. Actually, it might be pronounced (laughs) Dilophosaurus. I've heard it pronounced Dilophosaurus. Two points anyway. Don't you think Nedry underestimates the Dilophosaurus a little bit? Yeah. It's a bit like, oh, you're not so bad. Like, it's got some pretty gritty teeth. <laughs> Did he call it a dog at one point? Yeah. 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 Oh, no wonder you're extinct. <laughs> That's nice. Gotta go. <laughs> How about when he, uh, when he squirts the shaving foam onto his hand and turns around and wipes it on that yeah. guy's <laughs> apple pie, doesn't he? <laughs> That's funny. So the um, that shaving foam can, originally they put that scene of it getting buried in the mud because that was the mechanic for how they would set up the sequel. That's why I always thought it was. I always thought it was going to lead to a sequel from mm. that. Can. Uh, that was maybe. the intent. Because why would they show you it? Otherwise? So when Spielberg made the film, he put that in so he could make a sequel. So there'd be like a way of getting the dinosaurs back. But right. after he made the film, um, Michael Crichton wrote The Lost World and just said, "Oh yeah, there's another island." So like, all right, cool, another island. Mate, yeah. that's how Muldoon survives. He finds the can, he fucking eats, eats it, eats the embryos and becomes a mutant <laughs> yeah. Muldoon. Muldoonosaurus. That's, that, yeah. that's Jurassic Park 4. I'm clever girl now. <laughs> how, uh, what period is the Dilophosaurus from, Phil? I think it's from the Cretaceous. You're just guessing. It's actually from the early Jurassic. Mm, it's an old one. Then. 193 million years ago. Jesus. And Dilophosaurus means double-crested lizard. So was that a long time before the Tyrannosaurus? Yeah, like basically 130 million years before the Tyrannosaurus. So Tyrannosaurus is like a 2009 (laughs) Vectra. (laughs) (laughs) Vectrosaurus. And then like the Brontosaurus is like a 1976, like Salika. Yeah. Last fact about a Dilophosaurus before we move on. So, in a bit of a reversal of the Velociraptor, the Dilophosaurus was much bigger than it's depicted. Like, as mm. tall as a human and six metres long. Mm. Is that the one that does Nedrian? Yeah. Mm. Spitosaurus. Grebber. Ceratops. <laughs> Moving on. Jack's question. Mm. That sounds like a grazing dinosaur. I didn't even know. I, I didn't recognise any of that. I, I don't know what that is. Ooh. I reckon. Need to hear it again. I think. I think there's only about five dinosaurs, isn't it? I know that's what I mean. So how you got? I've got, I've got to go, Brontosaurus. Afraid not. Whack it on again. Let's hear it again. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's got to be. Oh, is it the goat and the Tyrannosaurus? No, I'd no. say it's Triceratops. Is it? No. 
Oh, raptor. Yeah, it's a raptor. Is it? What's the at the beginning? Is that a raptor noise? Yeah. So this is where they're in the kitchen. Oh, oh. oh and they both come to the. When they're like, yeah, when they, when they first walk into the kitchen, and they, they sort of scrap a little bit. Mm. Uh, yeah, sounds like a cat. The Velociraptor in the original novel, it was like entirely based on a Dionychus, but Michael Crichton just liked the word Velociraptor, so he based it on Dionychus and called it a Velociraptor. That is your explanation. What does it mean? What Dionychus or Velociraptor? Velociraptor. Swift robber. Well, the word raptor means bird of prey, doesn't it? It does mean bird of prey, but it does mean robber as well, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, like robber, scavenger. Rape. That's where rape comes from, is rap. Oh, oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah right, that's so. good. Phil's question. Mm-hmm. T-Rex? Zero, Phil. Jeez. Oh, what could that have been? Oh, it, again, it sounds massive, again. so it's probably Brachiosaurus then. Is it? Yeah, it's Brachiosaurus. Is it Brachiosaurus? Yeah. yeah. So it's a Brachiosaurus, not a Brontosaurus. What yeah. am I thinking yeah. of? It's a Brontosaurus. What well, is a Brontosaurus? It's similar. similar. Well, Tim, I don't think there is a Brontosaurus. No, no. Is there? Tim, uh, when when Grant asked Tim to identify, it, he says it's a Brontosaurus. No, a Brachiosaurus. Fucking no points. No points. <laughs> Nil point. <laughs> I'm not going to win. Shit. It's another late Jurassic, 154 million years ago. Yeah. Boring. How about that? But I do have an interesting fact about the Brachiosaurus. So the the model, the CGI model they had of the Brachiosaurus, when they re-released Star Wars in 1997, they had a creature in Tatooine added in, which was based on the CGI model of the Brachiosaurus. But the visual effects team called it Bronto, as in Brontosaurus. Mm. So in the Star Wars canon, that creature's called a Ronto. Bronto, Ronto. Mm. Mm. Link into another podcast. Was nice. it just because it was cheaper to use its... The digital effects off the Brachiosaurus. They already had it ready to go. They do it with loads of stuff, don't they? There's scenes from all sorts of stuff in all sorts of things. Disney used to reuse Mm. animations. Like the dance, like the dance in Robin Hood is exactly the same as like the aristocrats and stuff in it. And yeah, is it? You know, like when Baloo and King Louie are dancing, like Mm. and he like flips in between his legs. Well, Little John and the Chicken Woman from Robin Hood do the exact same dance. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, last question of the round. For Tom. <gasps> Name that dinosaur. Have you done an effect on that, or is that just how it is? That's how it is. Isn't that... The Brachiosaurus, when... No, it's... No, it's fucking... Um, Grant doing the dinosaur <laughs> yeah, dance to the Brachiosaurus. <laughs> Two points, Tom. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Now we're going to go Triceratops. That's it. <laughs> But the di- the Brachiosaurus doesn't return to it. It's like call and, ret- call and repeat, isn't it? Play that again. When they're up in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a terrible version of what yeah. noise they make. They just come back like, get fucked! <laughs> I was sure you was going to give me Gallimimus. Mm. So yeah. go on then. Name, name the rest of the dinosaurs that are in the movie that I didn't ask you about. Gallimimus. Gallimimus. Triceratops. Triceratops. Yeah. Um, We've had raptors, T-Rex. Brachiosaurus. Brachiosaurus, Triceratops. Dilophosaurus. I wouldn't expect you to get it because they're not mentioned, but they are there. Let me just just warm up to saying this word. (laughs) Parasaurolophus. Parasaurolophus. So they're you seeing them in the middle of your table, don't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're drinking from the water, aren't they? Yeah, next uh, to the brachiosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed, Ed's got a little dinosaur a... book in there. One of them, it's one of the big. Thing. Yeah, they have like a whoop. Yeah, like yeah. the aliens. Parasaurolophus in it. Parasaurolophus. Also from the Lake Cretaceous. Most of them are from the Lake Cretaceous, so it, it should have been Lake Cretaceous Park, probably. That's always been one of my stupid things to say when people talk about Jurassic Park. <laughs> Actually, it should have been called Cretaceous Park. <laughs> <laughs> So Dilophosaurus and Brachiosaurus are the two um, Jurassic, Jurassic dinosaurs. Mm. Uh, yeah, Dilophosaurus and Brachiosaurus, yeah. The Jurassic period stretches from about 200 million to 145 million, oh. I think, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, end of round one. Nice. I'll wrap up the scores. 
Uh, Phil's trailing with zero points. That's a turn up for the books, isn't it? Phil losing. <laughs> um, Jack is in front of him on two points, and Tom is on four. Tommy boy. Yeah. So have we got like a good five minutes out of that first two hours? Oh, there, easy. Man? Be a pretty tight five minutes once I get out all the dinosaur facts. All Phil's dinosaur facts. Got a tight five. I thought you had some good facts, but I don't know if I do. I think they're all just fucking shit and boring. No, they're great, just because you're telling them. I've never said them out loud before, you see. So, like. <laughs> Did you get a lot of your dinosaur facts from Ed's book? Don't know, really. Some, definitely some. I, I was like banging into me when I was a kid. I was yeah, well yeah, into yeah. But- I don't remember. T- I didn't re- really take it in. I didn't go around telling people what the facts were. I just well, that's where you're going wrong, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine well, like, how many the, friends you'd have had yeah. if you had done that. The thing, the thing that I noticed this time around, it must be a few years since I've seen Jurassic Park. Because the thing I noticed this time around is that Alan Grant like keeps saying like throughout the film like, "Oh, the dinosaurs turned into birds." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like at the time, I think it was only sort of there was only like a few paleontologists at the time saying that, so it's like mm. a really kind of. Like yeah, cutting yeah. edge thing for him to be saying. Yeah, it says it at the beginning, doesn't it? Even the word raptor means bird. He was based on a real paleontologist. Called, it was. He worked think, on it. Jack Horner. It was. And that was his like that. theory, right? So no, they they went like, with his. It's like the main, it's the mainstream theory you now. Round two is Soundhog Day. Aye. Here you go, Larry. You see what happens? You see what happens, Larry? <laughs> In this round, I'm going to play a sound effect from the movie, and you've got to tell me which part of the movie it comes from, and up to two points depending on how accurate you are. Question one is for Jack. That's post-dinner. <laughs> two for points. The, for, the, for the velociraptors. Nice one. Yeah, two points. Next question is for Phil. Well, I know, like, it's obvious who it is. I'm just trying to, like, think of which bit specifically. Go on then, who is it? Well, I don't know his name. It's the bad guy. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to transfer you to the easy questions next. I just can't, we've said it like ten times. Dennis though, Nedry. Dennis Nedry. His nerdy Nedry. Nerdy Nedry. So it's him, and I think it's a bit where he's trying to throw the cable around the tree. He's trying to win shit. It's not. It's not. I'm going to say it's the bit where he spins the sign. Yeah, oh, fuck it. Oh, he crashes into the sign and knocks it over, then stands it up. And don't know which way it's going. So God. Gets frustrated and spins it. Bonus point for the handover, Tom. Well done. East nice. Dock as well. East yeah. Dock. I haven't got a single point yet. You have not. Did I get a point for knowing who it was? Do you oh, know I don't even know his name, did I? How? Looking at the stars and then figured out where East was. He didn't know it He was chucking it down. There would have been like clouds. Mm. You're right. <laughs> God, I ain't got a single point. I can't believe it. <laughs> 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 Three questions. I was expecting, me and Jack were expected to get absolutely so get smashed a, by Phil. Any point for that? No. This is the worst performance of the series, I think. Isn't it? I don't think anyone's performed this. I'm going to text John. Uh, I've had some bad ones, mate. Remember me on Ghostbusters? That yeah. was bad on that. <laughs> I don't think anybody's got this far without scoring a point. <laughs> Damn. Well, so f- for newer listeners, we do have something called the Golden Snitch, mm. which is a a one-off point or number of points we give to someone who has the best sort of tidbit or bit of trivia or story or factoid throughout the episode. And so far, Phil's killed it with his knowledge of dinosaurs. So, Cheers, guys. I'm going to say that this week, the golden snitch is worth five points. <laughs> oh, jeez. That, that means I'm winning. Well, what specific fact would you give the golden snitch so far? Well... 
We haven't done the full thing yet, though. There could be more to come. There could yet. be more to come. But there's yeah. been a lot of good dinosaur knowledge. Like, he knew about the... Hold on. He knew about the... Parasolophus. Parasolophus. Are you keeping, like, a little... I've got notes, yeah. He's got a dossier. Have you really? Are you yeah. doing a dossier? I've got all these notes. No dossier callbacks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> have I said any? Have you said any? What have we said? Mate, we can all read a kid's book. <laughs> The crucial thing is Phil did read the kids' book. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's so, it. it's Tom's question. Mm, it's definitely some sort of computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't a dinosaur. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's the bit when... Stuff's rebooting, and Arnold's like checking, and then he realizes that he has to go and break, switch the other breaker. Maybe zero points. Shit. Damn. <clears throat> Do you know it, Phil? Before I give it to Jack, it might be. Um, no, I don't think it is. Like the the only other bit I'd say is when um, the girl character. I'm okay. really bad at knowing. No, because she gives okay. she gives for instructions on everything yeah. she's doing. Go on, yeah. in, Jack. You had your hand up. I'll give you a bonus point if you get it. Got to be Nedry executing the system shutdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got the fucking like, spy music bit as well, hasn't it? Like the... What about the... <laughs> so it's before yeah. that. It's when he, he goes to the vending machine. To, yeah. He pretends to go to the vending machine. So he... I've had a lot of sweet times. <laughs> I think I need something salty. Yeah. <laughs> he starts a computer program and... Starts his stopwatch at the same time. I like the way he does that. So for some reason, I just find that really... Little short it's, really, it's really pleasing the way he does his watch and clicks the mouse button at the same time. It just looks good. Right. Jack's question. Definitely Muldoon loading the gun in the raptor scene. Mm-hmm. Well, he ain't, he ain't loading the gun. He's assembling the gun. And why the fuck didn't he have it assembled already? Like, he, he took a lot of... Pre- he's, he's he like, does load it. He does put one cartridge in, doesn't he? If, if, he's folding out the buttstock, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, when the raptor's there. Yeah. It's ah, it's yeah, actually yeah, a Spas-12 yeah, shotgun. And it, can be fired, it can be fired in either, uh, like, with a buttstock folded or... Uh, like not. French or some shit. You'd have had that prepped already, wouldn't you? If it was out <laughs> yeah, there, like yeah. that'd have been locked and loaded, ready to go. It's yeah, a lot really clicking good. around. Yeah, he did waste a bit of time saying "clever girl." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just turn around and shoot. Just panic shoot. <laughs> They're actually semi-automatic as well. The Spas Twelve. When it comes from yeah. that, so you just like the what? Sorry. The Spas 12 shotgun. That's the shotgun he's using. It's semi-automatic. He really wants that golden snitch. Uh, <laughs> I think they call it. Don't they call it an SPS? Yes. I know something about Muldoon about about uh, Bob Peck. Say that again, clean. I know something about Muldoon's character. Yeah, about what? Bob Peck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just went on. Yeah, when I was on, say, I went on an IMDb and had a little. I, I need you to do it clean again. <laughs> I don't want to tell you it though. <laughs> Go on, Tom. Tom, you know something about Muldoon, you're saying? I heard. I, uh, I read that he. Um... <laughs> I can't remember what it was. <laughs> you read on IMDb. Bob, Bob, Bob Peck. Peck. Bob Peck. Honestly, I have. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. What's his name? Oh, no. I read that Sari McKellen mm. um, said that he was. That Bob Peck taught him everything that he knows about acting. Really? That's good. That is good. Yeah. That's a snitch contender. Is that a fact, though? I read it somewhere. Do we need a fact-checking Ben? It can be a fact-checking Ben. We need a fact-checking Ben. Fact-checking Ben. Is... with the facts, <clears throat> fact-checking Ben. So the fact... <laughs> <laughs> the fact is that Bob Peck taught everything Ian McKellen knows about acting. I think it was Ian McKellen. <laughs> Man with the facts, it's fact-checking Ben. The following is from Bob Peck's obituary printed in the Guardian newspaper in 1999. He was, as a critic once noted, a preternaturally honest actor. Both the public and the profession instinctively recognised his quality and loved him for it. 
When asked from which actor he had learned the most, Serene McKellen replied without hesitation, Bob Peck. Next question is for Phil. Come on, Phil. Come on. Come on, point. <laughs> Time to break the ice, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Phil. Do it. Let him have a go, mate. Let him have a go. Stop being mean. He's got it. I think it's when the Jeep has fallen out the tree and it... (laughs) (laughs) He thinks it's when the Jeep fell out the tree. Oh, Phil. Can I hear it again? No, because Jack's going to get another handover point if he knows it. It is when they shoot the shotgun shell into the ground to do the little 3D oh, scan. Oh, nice, nice. Another bonus point for Jack. Well Good done, work, mate. mate. You're fucking nailing this oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Not a single point. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got one in this round. Come on, point. You did because you got the handover point. From my last question. (laughs) (laughs) Not only am I not getting points, I'm giving you guys extra points. (laughs) I'm not going to win. For the rest of this, Jack's getting harder ones. Phil's getting easier ones. No, I think I need to take a bit of pity on you, Phil. Let the chips fall as they may, mate. So in that scene when Grant goes to teach that kid a lesson for saying, they don't sound so scary. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, the kid looks like a little fat Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) Who's that kid's guardian? And why would he not sort yeah. of step in at some point? Yeah. yeah, there isn't anybody there, is there? When he's slashing him with a little raptor toe. You just what said, oh, hey, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> You've made your point. Back off. He's a little kid. Grand. What's the little kid say? That ain't so scary. Yeah. Looks like a giant turkey. <laughs> oh, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get out the raptor claw. <laughs> <laughs> and last question of the round is for Tom. <laughs> That's got to be. Is it Nedry loading up the. With the. Um, Use your words. Yeah. <laughs> loading up the shaving, tin, shaving foam can with yeah, the embryos. It is. Two points. Nice. Can someone help me with my maths? I'm just totting up Phil's points. What's zero plus zero <laughs> plus zero plus zero? I think it's eight, isn't it? <laughs> At the end of round two, last place is still Phil on zero points. God damn it. Um, and then in second place is Tom with seven points and Jack has slipped into the lead with eight points so there is someone missing from tonight a notable member of the podcast R.I.P. a co-creator you know who I'm talking about right Jeff Jeff Gowans. Jeff Ga- John Gowans. Oh, John Gowans. Uh, I thought I'd uh, see if he wanted to join in a little bit. <laughs> so I got him to send in a question. Oh, my God. So we still have <laughs> Has to he hear recorded it? one? Can't yeah. Phil do it? Let Phil listen to it first and then do well, an impression of you it. You can't tell us apart anyway. Yeah, yeah, Our voices sound similar. Well, you, t- you say you can't tell you apart, but a funny thing's happened. He recorded it, sent it to me on WhatsApp. I've put it on my computer. But there's some kind of bitrate conversion issue and it slowed him down a little bit. And it sounds like <laughs> Phil. So his voice is a bit deeper and he sounds a bit slow and stupid. Uh, <laughs> Are you ready? Well then, guys. I hope you're having a good podcast without me. Um, <laughs> question for you then. You're in the kitchen towards the end of the film like the kids find themselves and you've got a velociraptor coming at you. You have no choice but to fight it. And only with what you can get your hands on in the kitchen, what are you going to use to take it down and how? Let me know. <laughs> Cast that... iron frying pan. Yeah. yeah. Side of the head. Something heavy. Was that a genuine, like, <laughs> conversion error? Yeah. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> oh, like, halfway through, I didn't know if it was like a. Th- if you'd done it on purpose. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> no, I. I, I... <laughs> I couldn't oh, fix God. it either. Now then, guys. It sounded the same to me. Honestly, I thought it sounded exactly the same. His question is such an awful situation that I just don't really find like a 
good way out of it. Like, the only thing I could come up with is if you went to a freezer, found a huge joint of meat, could you distract it with something it could eat long enough to escape? Yeah, maybe. Just as it's coming for you, just put a big tasty joint of beef into its mouth. I don't know. I think I think like hacking it with a big cleaver or something like that. I think that'd be the way to go. Uh, Wet the floor. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Cooking oil. That's good. Yeah, oil. Yeah, I like washing up liquid or something. And then big heavy as fuck saucepan, frying pan thing, big, big cast big iron one. Some of your lacrosette <laughs> shit, Ben. That's, it is quite a good one. You think they'd have a good big, like industrial vat of oil? You could just spill all over the floor. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. So it can't get any traction. Do I get a point for that? <laughs> I don't think going at them with a knife would be a good thing. I think you'd get your fucking arm bitten off. Do you know what, Jack? Yeah, I'm going to give you a point for that. I think they'd just. Rip I survived the raptor me. attack, man. What did you go for? <laughs> fucking knife. Oh, and knife. Oh, oh no. <laughs> my official. My... Come on. <laughs> I don't think knife. I'd, break, I'd break a beer bottle over the side, mate. <laughs> now, my, my official answer would be the um, vat of oil to get it on the ground, then I'd like engage it with some Brazilian jiu jitsu. <laughs> Stab it in the eyes a few times. Well, and just hope it taps out. I'd armbar it. <laughs> That'd be a savage way. That'd make a great movie. <laughs> Muldoon with a flick knife. Muldoon Gowans. <laughs> But you didn't meet Jeff Goldblum. Didn't meet Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> was the Tyrannosaurus Rex, was it sort of the same size as what you have in the movie? <sighs> no, because, like, it's said in the movie, it's almost the size of the car where it can mm. just knock it round. Yeah, yeah, it's it? a big and like this, like, it? its head was only about as big as me. So probably more, like, realistic. Probably, yeah. Because there's yeah. one in the Natural History Museum, I think. Like I was going to go re- as well. Recreation T-Rex, and it looks... You know, big, but not not compared to Jurassic Park. Yeah, I was going to go to National History Museum, but I ended up going to Tate Modern instead, and having a wander around. Fucking hipster cunt. Mm. Tate Modern, bit. It has all the same shit in as it did last year. It was fucking. It was bad. Oh, I'm just saying, you just an hipster. It was just a comedy. <laughs> it wasn't because of Tate Modern. What's Tate Modern? Some big art gallery in London, yeah. but it's like free. You can just wander around. It's sick. Right. National History Museum's free. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's mint. Really, really it's good. class, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> Better than Tate Modern. <laughs> Tate Modern's got some right shit in it. Next time. I'll have to try this Tate Modern. It's got some good shit in it, but a lot of it's like fucking... Is it all just like a light switch? I went in one and it was like literally a light switch on a wall, in the middle of a wall. Just a white plastic light switch. <laughs> definitely not actual light switch. No. Was it that definitely was de- a piece it of art? It a little card. It was, it was an actual piece of art. <laughs> Someone just put it a card next it, to it. It, so. like, it did some lights as well. It did like turn some lights Could on. you press it? <laughs> but it wasn't like... But that was the focal point of it. Do you know what I mean? And then it just projected some lights around it. I think it was just a light switch. <laughs> Time for round three. Let's have this seat. Let's have this it. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> Where takeaway? <laughs> Where takeaway? Let's have this it. Let's have this. I wanted. To, I was, think I was going to say shit, but I didn't want to swear, so I just. <laughs> Let's have this it. Um, it's a round we've only done once before. God, it, I was expecting like next line rounds and shit. Yeah. Or is that one coming up? Or is it all just right? Sorry. <laughs> let's have it. Come on, let's do it. Let's have this it. <laughs> let's have this it, man. So this round is called No Context Jeff Goldblum. And since we've only done it once before, I haven't actually made a theme tune for it. So what we tend to do in these situations is ask Tom to come up with a theme tune. I don't know. Um, Whenever you're ready, mate. I don't know. I can't think. Go. Create. What's it called? No Context Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. On three. Three, two, one. Theme tune. I don't know. I'm just trying to make a rap. I can't think of any. I can't think of any songs that have the word context in it. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? No contest. It's not too complex. It's just out of context. (laughs) Like that. It's not too complex. It's just out of context. It's Jeff Goldblum. Question one. Is not for. No, it is for Jack. Because I'm not going to give Phil an advantage. Oh, but Jack's just going to storm ahead, isn't he? Ah, well. Question one for Jack. Ooh. See, here I am now by myself, uh, uh, talking to myself. That's that's chaos theory. 
that's when the bugger off to see the Triceratops. Yeah, it is. Two points, two points. Nice. I know we've wasted a lot of time talking about boring facts about dinosaurs. But. But. <laughs> but will you indulge me for a minute to discuss chaos theory? Yeah. Uh-huh. So he's a chaotician. 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 So the, that, that's apparently the theme of the movie, but maybe more so the book, is chaos theory. What chaos theory comes from is a guy who was using, um, I think in the 60s, a model to predict weather. And he had to manually input the data one day, so he got a printout, putting the data in. But the data he used was all to three decimal points, whereas the actual computer program was using data to six decimal points. And what he found was the model was terrible because of that small difference. So that's the butterfly flaps its wings in Peking and you get rain instead of sunshine in Central Park. It's because a very small change to an input variable has a massive outcome because it's such a complex system. So the film, as a bit of a shorthand, just says, yes, complex systems are unpredictable. But it's, it's a little bit more nuanced, I think, than that. Mm. So the only example I can find in, in the movie of that is that they make a small change to an input variable, which is just putting in a little bit of frog DNA into the dinosaurs mm. and then what you don't predict is they spontaneously change sex mm. and they're able to breed I was thinking about that spontaneously change sexing like you can sort of picture it with a frog because they're really little but like like for a T-Rex would like a penis just grow where a vagina was <laughs> <laughs> well animals do transform don't they like if you just set a pig wild it turns into a boar yeah like, but like growing a penis like Ben Askham's fat. The uh, the clownfish. Like his what? Like the Nemo. A bar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. Clownfishes change sex. Did they? Yeah. It was on the last David Attenborough show. They sort of go into some kind of like a hibernation type state and then come out a different sex. But like, we're literally talking about a penis growing. <laughs> and we? dogs go feral, don't they? They grow fangs and shit when you let them into but the a wild. a penis. Stop obsessing about penis, Phil. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Cat picture it. Dog along a Saurus Rex. I bet it sounds like you've pictured it far too much, Phil, and you're no. obsessed about it. No matter how hard I try, I just can't picture that lovely T Rex dong. That big old T Rex D. <laughs> We're into more of the quotey style questions now, so right. I think it's time for Phil to uh, make up some ground. He's just said to uh, John Grant, uh, yeah, uh, are there any uh, dinosaurs on this uh, dinosaur tour? Yeah. Right into the camera's like, hello? <gasps> I don't know why I breathe. <laughs> I really hate that man. <laughs> <laughs> I never realised, but it's the, um, the lawyer who brings Ian Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. So John Grant brings his two dinosaur experts. Yeah. And you brought a rock star. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why? Bring him, like... Doesn't really make sense. No. He's like, a chaotician. What? I think, yeah, just because he's definitely going to be a naysayer. I think he just fancied him. And he had some great input. Mm. I think the lawyer was obviously coming from the position of, we're worried that this isn't good enough. So they each get some experts. He knows John Hammond's going to get a guy to come along and say, yeah, it's great, sign off. So he wanted to get someone from the opposite, which is a guy who studies chaos. A chaotician. Chaotician. Definitely a real thing. Back on to Jack's question. Boy, no, he'd been right all the time. That's after the fences come down and he's in the car um, watching shit go down. Yeah. Yeah. And the next question is for Tom. Think I'll have that on the tour? That's what... Um... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's too big of a clue, Jack. You can't do that. <laughs> that's when the dinosaur. That's when it's just chased them on. They're in the jeep. Yeah, and he's telling them to go faster. Tis, I didn't need you distracting me. Telling me, <laughs> I knew what it was, but you just flailing your arms. Have you ever like? Have you ever been like singing along to a song in the car, then had to like break real hard abruptly, <laughs> and then you have like that, that kind of like adrenaline rush that stops you being able to sing? Have you ever had that? Like, if <laughs> I'm always no. Like, you know, I nodded along, but I don't think I am. I always get it, it's horrible. So you're driving along singing and then you break real hard. Yeah, or something like catches you by surprise and you have to like like it's you know what I mean? How much in a days are you when you're singing? You just get in the zone. <laughs> like if someone breaks sharply in front of you, or you have to like swerve a little bit, do you know what I mean? You have something that just like engages your 
Like, you know what I mean? Are you singing a lot in the car? I'm when I'm on my own, yeah. But Guys, for the for the purposes of this conversation, yeah, Phil, I know exactly what you mean, actually, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it always amazes me like, how calmly he says that, you know, given the situation. Do you know what I mean, like, <laughs> if that was me, I'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> I'd just been chased on my bloody T-Rex. So do you, do you think love that on the, the tour? It'd take me 10 minutes just to catch my breath. <laughs> People do chill out real quick in this, because, like, Laura Dern, when she goes into the little power station... And then the hand comes down on yeah. her. Yeah. And, yeah. And what was Samuel L. Jackson's? Mr. Arnold. 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 She's, oh, Mr. Arnold. Yeah. Like, she she it's chills out immediately. Like, there's still a raptor oh, yeah. four yeah. in front of you. <laughs> yeah. And then when the kids get out the kitchen and they see them and they're like, oh, the raptors are in yeah. there, yeah. mate. And you want to be like, fucking raptors in there. We nearly just died. Uh, I wish Arnold's hand had still had his fag in his hand. <laughs> like, right, burnt down to the filter, just still burning. That'd have been it. Or if his hand just landed on his butt. Yeah. Hold on to your butt. <laughs> Mr. Arnold. <laughs> Next question is for Phil. Probably the toughest one of this round. <laughs> Fairly alarmed here. I know it. I've got it. Come on, Phil. I don't think it's in the Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) Is it in the Jeep? (laughs) 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 I feel really bad. I was sure that Phil would be the best at this. I was honestly... I've been... I've been like, Phil's just going to wipe the floor. Me and Jack might as well team up against I'm him. I'm just like, which uh, Jeep scene is it? <laughs> it <feels> like... <laughs> I know exactly what it is. Is it where the um, the Jeep's cut out? Oh, I don't know. It's just... It's... Are you sure it's even Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> it's when they've picked him up and he's laid in the back and the T-Rex is coming and they're coming to yeah. jump in the Jeep before they start to drive off. Yeah. God damn. So I've given Tom a handover point there because he knew it straight away mm. and you two didn't. God. So I'm just going to have to write another big fat zero. <laughs> At least Phil. I've got the best worst score. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, going for it. And then final question of the round is for Tom. It's <laughs> 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 in the helicopter. Yeah. He says it to Ellie Sattler. What does he say? Um... It's not the Doctor Sattler. I'm not. I'm, I refuse to believe you're not familiar with the laws of attraction. It's the it's other not. one, isn't it? It says something about them digging up dinosaur bones. Yeah. So you two uh, dig up dinosaurs. Dinosaur bones, yeah, like, yeah. We try to. Yeah. And then he just does. The... <laughs> <laughs> it was watching the movie and heard that bit, and that's what inspired me to do the rounds. Yeah. <laughs> There's another bit like. Uh, foreshadowing bit right in that do you know when Dr. Grant's struggling with a seatbelt and he's mm. holding two female mm. buckles mm. and he's like oh shit this ain't gonna work then he finds a way of oh. life oh, oh my god that is deep Phil. I like that seatbelts <laughs> find a way life finds a way two females made it work that's pretty Me. good that is pretty good Ben mm. that's that's snitching that you're thinking that's snitch worthy snitch it's gotta be up there so, Phil is on two points. Good going. Uh, what, what did I get two points for? Uh, your first question in that round. The question about the... Um, eventually, you're going to have uh, dinosaurs on yeah. this uh, oh, dinosaur yeah, tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have scored then. I thought I hadn't scored a point. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom is in second place. 12 points. Ooh. And Jack's on 13. Ooh. 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 What? Nice. 12 and 13. We still got one going. 12 and 13. Nice. Fucking hell, Phil does need the golden snitch, doesn't he? He really does. So, guys, I need you to help me out. So, we always do a, a still image for our episode mm. image. What, what's a good image from Episode Park to use? Something iconic, episode but not. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I just said? <laughs> How much of this have I had? That's all you That's all I'm gonna call it forever now. Episode we seen episode <laughs> We should get some quote or recall t-shirts, man, with the Jurassic Park logo. With Ben's 
Ben's head logo instead of the T-Rex <laughs> with episode five. <laughs> I'm going to draw that up, man. That needs doing. Episode five. We'll be able to sell them fuckers. And let's move on now to round four, which is next lines. Peace. Because, guys, it's late. It's gone 11 now. We're going to do this quick fire. Starting with Jack. No bounce. I can see the shed from here. We can make it if we run. No. We can't. Why not? We're being hunted. Two points. Because we're being hunted. Nice. I'm going to insist on good impressions in this one, since they're, they're all fairly easy. Quick fire. Phil's question. Hey, where did you find this? It locks in my seat. <laughs> Are they heavy? Yeah. Then they're expensive. Put them back. Nice. Then they're expensive. Put them back. Nice. Perfect. Very good. Good work, Phil. Good work. Two points. Tom's question. They're moving in herds. They do move in herds. you do this? I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> God, it was creepy. Another two points. Going back, I know I said no vance, but going back. So Gennaro, the lawyer character, have you noticed a little, subtle little joke they slip in there when um, they're watching the scientists get making the dinosaurs? And he says to um, Hammond, like, are these characters auto erotica yeah <laughs> like autoerotic is like relating to masturbating so autoerotica is like a porn magazine basically. yeah yeah um jack's question what the hell do you think you're doing in here hey we were saving that for today i guarantee it <laughs> <laughs> That was Irish. <laughs> For today, I guarantee it. That was brilliant, man. For today, I guarantee it. <laughs> Can anyone do his Scottish? For today, I guarantee it. For today, For I guarantee it. For today, I guarantee it. That accent does come and go, doesn't it? Yeah. It's quite Scottish in that scene. Yeah. And then for most of the rest of the movie, not really. Phil's question. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed. I think it's the um, I think it's the famous line that. Come on, Phil! Quick fire! Otherwise, I'm going to pass it on. Well, I think I think it's no. I'm saying life uh, finds a way. No, I'm I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. Borderline, nice, but nice. That was a two. Yeah, I'm giving you a two because you got the uh, finds a way. Nice. Very good. Nice. Tom's question. Access main program. Access main security. Access main program grid. Ah, ah, ah. You didn't say the magic word. Please, god damn it, I hate this hack of crap. It's all like that, isn't it? Please! God damn it! I hate this hack of crap. Nice. 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 Very good. Moving on to Jack. Gotcha. I shouldn't use my name. Dotson. We got Dotson over here. Dotson. Nobody cares. Keep Nobody going. cares. Keep going. Oh. What you got this hat on? Yeah, mm. what are you in disguise? Try and keep going. Keep Look going. Like a secret agent. Uh, uh, like you're undercover. Dodson, Dodson, we've got Dodson here. See, nobody cares. Nice hat. <laughs> you're trying to look like a secret agent. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's borderline again, but I'm the err on the side of a two. Nice. Very good. Phil's question. If two experts sign up on the island, the insurance guys will back off. 
I've already got Ian Malcolm, but they think he's too trendy. They want Alan Grant. Grant? Oh. <laughs> You'll never get him out of Montana. Loose, uh, must loose. Why not? Muchachos, échame loose. Hey, why not? Go on, you know it. Oh, no clue. No I know it. I know it as well. Go on. Who who can do it best out of you two? Grant's like me. He's a digger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give you the hand over, Jack. Well, no, Tom knew it as well. Grant's like me, a digger. And who then can... he says, that Dios mios, man. <laughs> <laughs> he says it in Spanish afterwards or yeah. something else about the mosquito. Oh, play uh, it. Well, what it says is, uh, I wrote it down. Hey, que lindo eres. Vas a ser muy gente feliz. Nice. Which Dios means, mio, man. oh, you're so beautiful. You will make a lot of people happy. The little mosquito in the amber. Here we go. Uh, nice. Because Grant's like me. He's a digger. <laughs> que lindo eres. Vas a ser Inaudible. Yeah. I won't do the handover point because you both knew it. And then, last question of the quiz for Tom. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses uh, to accomplish something as fast as you could, and before you even knew what you had, you, you patented it and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox, and now you're selling it. You want to sell it. Well, I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. I feel like I should know this. I might know it. Right, no, quick fire, uh, out of time. Do you know it, Jack? No. Phil? I think he says something like, you have this thing and you wield it like a kid who's found his dad's gun. Uh, no points to anyone. The actual line is... Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they mm. could, they didn't stop to think if they should. <sighs> Damn. Final scores? Let's hear it. No surprises that Phil's last. <laughs> Six points plus the five for the snitch is 11 points. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Tom's in second on Ooh. 16. And Jack's won yeah. fairly convincingly on 19. Nice, nice. Jack. Nice. Jackie Jack. Good work, mate. So even with the bit of a handicap that I gave you, that's still a, a decent win. I'm winning. What did I get? 19 versus Tom's 16. Good work, mate. Uh, 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 who won? Are we singing it out? Well, what I normally do at this point is to play Dead Flowers from the Big Lebowski for our outro, but I don't know, it felt a bit more appropriate this week to to go with something a bit different. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm well up. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, we normally tell the listeners how they can find us. Your best bet's Instagram, which is Quotal Recall, all one word. Mm. We're also on Twitter or Facebook, but go for the Instagram. I like her little dig when uh, when they're in the caravan and uh, fucking Grant's like, what are they? And she's like, small versions of adults. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go, in the helicopter, in this scene, are they both like sort of nettled into him a bit and he looks at her like, Maybe I'll give it It's the same as your street, like an arc. Yeah, it does have a bit of an arc, yeah. doesn't it? It does have an arc. Does anybody else? Does Malcolm have an arc? No. No, I think... John um, Grant has an arc, because he doesn't endorse... Alan, John Hammond. John Hammond. John Grant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Hammond. <laughs> Richard Hammond. What have you learned today, James Phil? Smith. Not nerdy Nedrick. <laughs> um, John Hammond has an arc. He yeah, a little bit, but he not much, it, is it? Well, no, because he says he doesn't endorse his own park, does he? So, yeah. kind of relents. I did so shit, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> it took you three rounds to get any points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not my, not my finest hour. Ready? There's a dinosaur, there's a dinosaur over there. (laughs) They're the words, aren't they?
There's another one. Fucking loads of them. <laughs> this one's got three arms. Yes. <laughs> Look at his big neck. Fucking watch out, guns. Oh, he's coming after the cat. There's a frilly neck one and a freaking claw one. Oh, he's fucking spat in your eyes. They do moving heads. <laughs> <laughs> do moving heads. And that's that's the one, isn't it? When no when, different one. No, no, I, no. Uh, I went in his living room and we sat there watching a movie and I seen someone walk by, it was like night time, but I could see someone walking the dog by and I went, mate, I'm too stoned, can you close that curtain? I can't deal with people being able to see us. And he was like, no one can see through them neck curtains. <laughs> and I'm like, Costa can, it's night. He's like, no, no, you can't see through them neck curtains. I sit here and have a wank all the time. <laughs> and I went, come with me, man, come, come with me. <laughs> We walked out to the road and it was just like so clear. <laughs> it was like, no wonder all the neighbours are talking to me. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking hilarious. Every time I go now, his curtains are sealed shut. <laughs> Blackout.